Welcome to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. My name is Kayleen, and I'm here to help you live a healthier and a happier life. Let's make this life we have amazing together. Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. My name is Kayleen. And my name is Heidi. And we're so happy to be back. Yay! So you guys might hear the lawnmower going on in the back. Self-care for your lawn. We're just doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> so what plans do you have this weekend? Um, this weekend, probably just chilling, taking in some of this nice fall-like weather. I love fall. I'm so excited. I'm not all about pumpkin spice. Like, I like it, but... Oh, that's not my thing. I just love the weather. It's so nice. Because I'm a morning person. You Ugh. guys all know that I'm up at 4.30 every morning, working out at 5.30, take my dogs for a walk. I love, love, love walking outside at this time. It's so crisp in the morning, and I see the moon and the stars. Like, it's peaceful. Ugh. Can we just spend a moment in that peace? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, back to okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so... Um, did you want to know my weekend plans? Well, yeah. Tell me about your weekend plans already. So, I know. I'm just going to, obviously, date night. Obviously. Every Friday. Hang with Bentley and Harley, Um, which are sitting on our laps right now. So, you guys might hear some snorting because they're French Bulldogs and they snort. They're so cute. But they're so cute. Um, and then I'm traveling next week out to California for some more extension training and I'm so excited. So I'm going to get all packed up because my goal for this trip, let's hear it sister. Like my big goal, big goal is to pack everything in a carry on. Oh, well, if you can do that, I need to know your tips for when we go to Sedona at the end of the month. Yeah. Well, so I leave Monday and I get back on Thursday. Okay. So So I really only have two days that I get to be in the salon shadowing. So it shouldn't be too hard, but it always is too hard. It is. I always, we always pay for like extra baggage, extra weight. They slap that sticker on there that says heavy. Yeah. So next week while I'm gone, I'm hoping for a safe flight. I'll wear my mask, do all that stuff. Make sure you're sanitizing. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just going to get prepared for that. And that's my weekend plan. So let's jump into, what is it called? Reiki. No, 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 no. Not the topic yet. I'm just ready to talk about Reiki. Our quote of the week. Our no, quote of the week. Our tip. What is it? We might have to start this over. No. <laughs> Our fun fact Our fun, of the week. Yes, you, there we go. Here we, we'll get it. We've got it together, we promise. It's something new that we added, so I can't remember it, but okay, so our fun fact this week is that you guys probably never guessed this. I wouldn't have guessed it. Because I'm like so prim and proper. All the time. But I have one half tattoo half, on my back. A half. You're considering that a half? You've seen it. I have seen it. It's halfway there. I would say it's a tattoo layered on top of another tattoo at this point. So, first off, (laughs) how many tattoos do you have? I have like 47. I don't know. I lost count. (laughs) So, I'll tell you guys a story really quickly, like cliff note version. 
my dad passed away when I was 16 and I wanted at that time when I was 16 tattoos tramp stamps in particular were very (laughs) popular so I wanted something to remember him by and my mom would not let me get this tattoo when I was 16 I had to wait until I was 18 and for those two years I wanted the exact same thing so so naturally you'd want it still when you're when I'm 18 yeah Yeah. and when two years pass if you still want it then you should do it well when you're 18 is totally different than when you're 25 so when I was 25 I actually wanted to get it removed and I was a model for a place to be there before and after of the removal I don't think that they knew what they were doing and they injected me with lidocaine they burnt my skin off it's seriously halfway there um my skin has scars everywhere so i'm looking for a new person with the right laser to get this baby off it needs some some serious help i mean yeah it's it's pretty intense whatever good thing it's on my back i don't see it you don't see it so that's the fun fact for the week but (laughs) our topic for the week is Reiki. So I'm going to ask you all the questions and you're going to do all the talking. Okay. I'm going to do my best. Girl. I know. It's hard. It's hard because everybody has a different experience, but you go. You ask me all the questions. So my extension guest this morning and I were talking about it and she had seen a medium, I think. Okay. And she was telling me about her experience with that. And I was like, you know, growing up, Catholic, that is so wrong. It's Mm -hmm. so different. And it took me a while to understand what energy is and thoughts and how we can control them or how they affect our day, all of that good stuff. So the first time I did a Reiki session was before I met you, but I honestly thought I was going in for a massage. So (laughs) I had no idea what was happening when I laid on a bed for an hour and a half and the woman didn't even touch me. Um, and then she told me like some things afterwards that she felt and I was like, whoa, this is way over my head. So that experience I, I can't even connect with because I wasn't, I wasn't aware at the time, but I have done some Reiki sessions with you and I was trying to explain it to my guests this morning, uh, about how, our energy either helps propel us forward or totally holds us back like a freaking ball and chain. Mm-hmm. So first off, what is Reiki? <laughs> so Reiki is just tapping into universal energy and universal energy is all around us. So if we go back to high school science, we learn about atoms and energy is in all things. That's uh, fun fact. Fun fact. Real quick. In chemistry class, I hated science. It was an hour long. So when I entered that class, I would write down 60, 59, 58, 57, 56, 55, 54, all the way down to zero. And minute by minute, I would mark it off. Oh, my goodness. So maybe that's why I didn't know what Reiki was. That's a little embarrassing. (laughs) Two fun facts for the day. I know. Wow. Anyway, so... Reiki is just tapping into that energy. So the chair has energy, the flowers have energy, your body has energy, and we are surrounded by it. Everything is energy. It is the only constant in the universe. And 
So basically, coming to a Reiki practitioner, um, I don't want to get religious on it, but a way to describe it is the laying on of hands. So mm-hmm. if we go back biblically, um, I was raised very Christian. So the laying on of hands, Jesus laid his hands on people who were ill, um, causing them to just mm-hmm. be full of life and causing blind people to see. Um, we hear about that, and in no way, shape, or form am I claiming to be anything like Jesus or anything like that. However, I've always had the innate ability to sense people's energy. And when they walk into a room, and many, many people can, they're just not in tune to it or they're not receptive to it. Um, but I can, I can tune into somebody's energy and see almost what they need on an energetic level. Um, so I like to use Reiki with my massages um, as kind of an intuitive healing practice. And some of my guests, they'll come just for energy work, and that is almost equally as relaxing as a nice relaxing massage um and some people you don't necessarily even have to place your hands on them because their energy is so so strong um or the energy that i'm channeling is so strong so um i guess that does that explain Mm -hmm. what energy is oh my god i have a million more questions but yes it's i mean i feel like that's the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. so First and foremost, like, who is a good candidate? And I know what your answer is going to be, but I know your answer is going to be everybody's a good candidate. So I guess my true question is, how does somebody know when they're ready for this? Okay, well, I'm going to backtrack you, and not everyone is a good candidate. Really? Believe it or not. Why? Um... So you are a good candidate if you are open to it. So I, where I knew and was aware of energy surrounding me, I didn't know how or why I was feeling that energy. And it took until 2017 um, to when I was able to, I was actually gifted a class and that was one of the best gifts for me. Um, But it was Everybody comes to Reiki and to energy work when they're open and ready for it. Um, Not everybody should just get it, um, but also everyone can get it. It's not going to be detrimental to their health or their wellness. Um, If anything, it's going to benefit them, even if they aren't expecting a benefit. So Okay, so say it's my first time for Reiki, and I'm like, I'm open to it. Very much how I was the first time. Yes. Now I know what I'm getting myself into. Now you know. Don't think I'm getting a hands-on massage. <laughs> um, so I go into it. What should I, as the client, feel? And then I have a follow-up question. What do you, as the practitioner, feel? So my guess, I always struggle to answer this question. This is the number one question. Um, what does it feel like? What can I expect to feel? I don't know. I absolutely do not know what you're going to feel. I can have a general idea. Um, Reiki is that of love and light. Mm -hmm. So think warm thoughts, think, um, like a warm white candle that's burning at night. 
like it's just surrounding you in its warmth and just making you feel real cozy. Um, so you may feel sensations of warmth. You may feel sensations of like tingling. Um, I like to describe what I feel as almost kind of a, a whir or a wah, wah, wah. I mean, we can get real weird. Bentley likes that. Um, <laughs> but it's almost like a wave that I feel. Um, and not everybody, I mean, some people may feel that they are open to it and they may tell me that they're open to it. However, when I get in there, they may actually be blocking themselves because they're expecting to feel a certain way. They're expecting to be just just open to all of it and they're actually blocking themselves. So there are times where people come to me and they're so excited for it and they're actually doing themselves a disservice because they're not allowing the healing to take place. So how do you allow the healing to take place? You have to completely surrender to the universe, trust that the love and light is going to go where it is needed, the healing is going to go where it is needed. We don't always know where it's needed. But what does that mean and what does that look like? For somebody, you know, I, I get it now, but it's taken me a long time. Well, yeah, it's something that I'm still learning. It's a practice and it's just, it's, being open to it and accepting it yes they go hand in hand but when you expect the outcome to be a certain way Mm -hmm. um it doesn't always end up that way Mm -hmm. and everybody may find that they have healing on a way different level on a cellular level um it may bring up past traumas it may bring up different issues and i'll use the example um because through this journey i've actually been able to heal myself from uh, rheumatoid arthritis symptoms um i always went to the the rheumatologist um Mm -hmm. and they would do my blood work and symptomatically i had all the symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. My joints were swollen. I mean, all the physical symptoms that go along with that. I felt crappy all the time. I was tired. Um, But through this and doing some soul work, I don't have those symptoms anymore. And the more that I give to others and give to my guests, I'm able to maintain a healthier outlook on life and just in general feel better. So, and that's that's the goal for everybody. I 100% believe in that because it goes back to some of the other episodes that we've done that it comes foundationally, I feel like it's your mindset. Mm -hmm. What you believe in is what you will attract. Mm -hmm. So the, the Reiki sessions that I have done with you have been, I usually go probably when it's too late to go. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't go on a consistent basis. I go when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, anxious, worn out, like I'm bashing my head against the wall. (laughs) And (laughs) Bentley feels the same. He does. Um, But the times that I have gone for Reiki with you, knowing that I'm going into Reiki, not thinking I'm going in for a massage, it has opened up, like it's created clarity and freedom. It's, Mm -hmm. It's like... I think of my mind sometimes as a computer where I have different softwares and systems and levels that I can access 
so we could talk about your laptop for a moment and how it has 75 <laughs> different tabs open at all times. Okay, fun fact for the day. <laughs> I have a million. And it sounds like it's about to take off. Not today Not it doesn't. Today it does they would hear it on here. But that's kind of, yes, that's exactly it. Is I think so many of us live with all these open tabs in our mind and we cannot focus on channeling our energy into what we want. And that's when I often schedule my Reiki sessions with you is when I have all my open tabs and I'm feeling so overwhelmed and like I cannot catch a break. And then I go into Reiki and it clears that out for me. Absolutely. That's yeah. so that's my experience as a client mm-hmm. is that it just creates that space that I need mm-hmm. and we can all create that space on our own. We can. Through meditation, but so many of us don't quiet our minds enough. No, and we keep listening like our last podcast. We keep listening to those voices and that narrative, the that, ego. The ego that instills fear or you know it tells you what to expect in a Reiki session or in any of your self-care practices. Um, but it's really just letting go and allowing your body to to just heal on, on every level. And I think once you are, once you are open to that healing, you're opening yourself to so much good. That's when you can level up. That's when you can level up. I full, I get it now, now that I've done like all the soul work, all the mind work, that if I want to go to that next stage of my life, I have to clear out the stories that I'm having mm-hmm. and create space for what I want to bring in. So I'm going to give you an analogy of when, you know, at Tossled, Heidi works at Tossled with me. And we opened up as a blow dry only salon and it was the scariest thing for me to kind of limit those blow dry appointments and make sure that we're getting more color, more bridles, all of that stuff. It's the scarcity mindset. But when you, when you have people that quit coming to you because you quit offering something that is no longer serving you, you open up space for the people that you want to serve. Mm -hmm. Same thing in your mind or in your life is when you quit giving energy to the things that are no longer serving you, you open up space for the things that you want to serve you, the life that you want to live. I couldn't have said it any better. You're the best at all your analogies. She's hair flipping everybody. (laughs) Um, You can narrate my story if you'd like. Uh, I'm not that good Okay, okay. Okay, so my next question for you, because this is always something after my Reiki sessions that I want to know. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're a psychic. Absolutely not. (laughs) But as as a client, I think that that's what a lot of people think when we're talking about energy is that you're a psychic and you can read everything that I'm feeling. You know what's going on with me. Basically, you're that medium that I was talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. Mm -hmm. And I know foundationally that I'm wrong, but after every Reiki session, I want to know what you felt. So as the practitioner, what do you feel? So like I said before, kind of that word, that wah, 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 um, (laughs) 
If only you guys could see Bentley's face when I do that. He just loves it. He looks up at you like, like oh, you okay? I love it. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> um, so what was the question again? Sorry, I got distracted As a by practitioner, how do you feel? How do I feel? So I have, in my practice, become very good at um, protecting my energy. So mm. I just had a guest a couple days ago, yesterday actually, and... She was like, oh, my God, I feel like I took all your energy. Like, she was laughing on the table because we could just feel the amount of energy that was being channeled into her body. And it was almost kind of like her body was twitching, like when you're falling asleep and your your leg twitches or your, your arm twitches and kind of wakes you up a little bit. So she was laughing about that, and I was like, no. like. And then at the end of her service, she's like, are you okay? And absolutely, I'm fine. Um... So that's kind of just for instance. Um, I don't, I cannot see your future. I cannot (laughs) see into your mind. There are things, um, and I've got a guest who is struggling, or she is fighting, I don't want to say struggling, but fighting um, stage four cancer. And she's been coming to me and it's been absolutely unbelievable. um, Just the results and just her overall health and wellness mindset Mm -hmm. um but there was a time where she came for reiki and i kept this thought just kept popping into my mind and going back to ego and being like no i'm crazy she confirmed when she came out of her service that i was not crazy that she was having a conversation with this person and at that point it almost validated my worth because again I'm human and I feel like okay yeah I'm crazy and everybody's gonna think I'm a nut job because (laughs) I deal with energy and I can't really describe it but there are things that can pop up and be presented as answers to Mm -hmm. some people Um, and I don't always know why but there's always a reason, mm-hmm. and that's what's cool. And it gave both of us chills, and we're both sobbing uncontrollably because it was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Again, it goes back to I feel like in Reiki, it creates that space mm-hmm. to allow you to clear whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. And we can all do that through meditation, mm-hmm. but sometimes we need somebody else to facilitate that for us. Mm-hmm. And that's a good word. Mm-hmm. I think that being a Reiki practitioner, um, that's just facilitating healing mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. So final thoughts on Reiki today. I want to know your final thoughts. I absolutely love it. And mm-hmm. it is a game changer. It is, it's a new start for a lot of people. And it's, a lot of people are awakening to it. Um, they're open to it. Um, I think just in general society, people are becoming more more open to it. And I just hope that the people that are meant to come my way come my way. And I know that when, when that time comes, I can be a facilitator of healing. Okay, so I have one last Another question. Another one. Just one more. Um, so you talked about it earlier. You People ask you... Do you take on my energy? Do you feel heavy after my session? So if somebody is an empath, I am very mm-hmm. much so. I take on other people's energy. 
what are like one to two tips that you suggest when you feel, when somebody feels like they're taking on somebody else's energy mm-hmm. to block that and not block it, like be there for that person, mm-hmm. but also not take that on. And this is something that I think about a lot in, um, you know, like my sister has the foster child or did and foster work is hard because you're taking home that energy of what that child is dealing with. Or even in the salon, sometimes I'm listening to my guests and I love my guests. I would say 99% of the guests that I have are absolutely amazing and we're on the same level, but there are some that come in with a very heavy load. And I, I dealt with this actually when I had my gym. In particular, there was one girl that I would train and she was going through a, a situation where her husband was cheating on her with a man. Oh, no. And it was really hard for me to like not not take that home with me because I felt so heavy and sad for her. And I just thought about her so much and I wanted to like send her text messages or motivate her or whatever. But at some point you have to disconnect yourself. Mm -hmm. So what are one to two tips that you do for yourself to not take on other people's heaviness? Yes. So I block it completely. And that may be very general and very vague, but it's general. It's vague. It's very like, vague. how do you so block it? Let me get into it some more. Um, so I do not welcome anything that isn't going to align with my higher power. If it's, if it is going to drag me down or weigh me down, I don't want to get, get, get away. Um, so I like to carry crystals, and I'm always wearing a crystal, and that sounds very... Are you right now? Yeah, my moonstone. Ah. Um, but crystals, to me, it's new. Um, they can help kind of deflect that energy, and that's the hippie part of me, that I'm just... <laughs> I love all my crystals, but... Um, The next thing that I do before I go into any Reiki service is I fill myself with all the energy and I imagine that it is radiating out of all my Mm -hmm. pores. Mm -hmm. And so it's basically protecting me. It's a big bubble. Just imagine those little balls you can put yourself in and roll down hills or whatever those kids do nowadays. I imagine myself... So I'm going to intervene. So when somebody is giving me energy I don't want to receive, Mm -hmm. I imagine myself in a ball like that. Mm -hmm. And it it becomes entertaining to me before I would let that energy like bring me down and and like take over my entire day. So say it was somebody I interacted with at eight o'clock in the morning, I would let it carry on throughout my entire day. Now, when I'm doing my energy work, <laughs> I'm not always good at it, but I imagine myself in one of those balls mm-hmm. that you roll down a hill in and I see them like coming at me. I'm in the ball, they're not. And they're coming at me with their energy and they just like bounce off. Yes. And so I don't, at that point when I can see that, I don't take on their crap. Instead, I can like make a joke out of it and laugh about it and be there to support them, but not carry it myself. Yeah, because it's not yours to carry. Mm-hmm. They may share it with you, but it's not yours to carry. Yeah. Um, I think that on a side note, if... 
if somebody brings that energy to you, they're bringing it to you for a reason, either A, to teach you a lesson, or B, to, I mean, obviously have you bounce ideas off of them. So, mm -hmm. but we cannot, we, we cannot carry that around with us because that's going to be just not good. Yeah. Um, so, crystals. Selenite is a good one to carry around. It bounces off all that negative energy, keeps us nice and fresh on the inside, on the soul. Um, but mostly just the the light encompassing me mm -hmm. um, and protecting me, and just not not allowing it into my radius, into mm -hmm. my aura. Yeah. So hopefully today's episode has given you a little bit more insight into what Reiki is and what your experience with energy can be if you start tapping into that level of who you are and where you want to go because I truly believe that we all are energy and whatever we think about, we receive back. Mm -hmm. And my thought of Reiki is exactly that. Whatever energy I'm putting out is what I'm going to receive. So we would absolutely love it if you guys would share this episode on social and tag us in it. And then also if you would leave us a five-star review. Oh, we love it. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. Cheers. Cheers.